0: And welcome again to another installment of When Sisters Share here with Wimbai and Janet. Martha is not with us today, but um, she's got some issues going on. But We're praying for her that everything will work out well and she will come out stronger, brighter, and more victorious. So welcome again to another installment. Um, today with Wimbai is the one who's gonna be sharing uh, with us this special message from above. And we're just going to get into our prayer, and one by we'll get right into it. So let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this blessed time that you've given us, where we can delve into your messages, into your word, and just draw some strength from it. Lord, you know that every time, each and every time, we need this. It fuels us, it fires us, and it always keeps us centered. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Thank you, Father, for this great, great ministry. And thank you, Father, for constantly being in our midst, as you promised that we're two or more gathered in my name. And so I will be there with them also. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Janet, for that introduction. Um, A good morning to you and hi to all our listeners. I hope today finds you well. Mm. Yes, and as you as you mentioned uh, about Martha not being with us, we're sending love and prayers to her. And uh, today we are going to be in the book of John, John chapter 9, and that is the story of Jesus healing a man who was born blind. Mm-hmm. But before we go there, I'd like us to read a verse in Ephesians. It's actually two verses. And that's kind of gonna be the hanger where we're hang our story and kind of it's gonna revolve around this first here and we'll come back to it a little later on. So Ephesians 3, verse 20 and 21, and it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right. So John chapter 9, it has a very interesting story. And it is filled with, I, you know, anytime I look at stories, read stories, I like to visualize exactly how things were back then. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm kind of going to read the first few verses and then maybe we'll stop and highlight a few points and then move along that way versus reading um, a whole passage and then dissecting it afterwards. So I'll begin at verse, verse one and verse two. So it says, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi. Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? So immediately when I read those verses, what first jumps out at me is this question. Whose fault is it? Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes when we find ourselves in predicaments, we are quick to try to figure out why is this so? What happened? What did I do wrong? Why me? When somebody may have, let's say, a health crisis. Oh, what have I done to deserve this? And we immediately go to um, trying to find fault. Yes, Mm -hmm. trying to find fault because our minds cannot conceptualize the idea that certain things are just so. God has allowed certain things to happen And it's for, and it's according to his will. We have to find, it has to make sense to us. Yeah. And so we see the disciples here and sometimes, and so that made me think about how many times I punish myself for things that I believe are because of some wrongdoing because I'm searching and searching and searching. Um, And yet it is something. It's a weakness, or it is something that um, God has allowed or placed in my life to draw me closer to Him. Mm. Because if we think of somebody who's born blind, it's you know you kind of empathize with them, say, "Oh, you're not able to see. You're not able to, you know, you kind of even recognize your parents and all of those things." You, I can't even describe what the world looks like to you because you you have no reference point. Mm-hmm. But when I when I think about what that must be like in a way, if you don't know anything different, it is probably something that is easier to accept. Yeah. Whereas let's say he could see for the first ten years of his life and then all of a sudden he went blind. Um, Now he has a reference point for things, and yet um, it may be harder to adjust to the change, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so when I think of this man, I kind of think of somebody who maybe had become content in his condition because this is how it has always been, Mm -hmm. like um, born blind, and we see that the disciples are having a discussion with Jesus about this man. This man is out here minding his own business, going about his day. And what Jesus' response is, when we look at verse 3, he says, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we might, we must do the works of him who sent me night is coming when no man can work while i'm in the world i am the light of the world so there it is it was neither his parents Mm -hmm. nor this man who sinned Mm -hmm. yet this infirmity was placed on him so that god could be glorified Mm -hmm. that sounds unfair (laughs) when i think about it i just you know, my my if I'm being honest with with uh, myself yeah. and honest here, it sounds so unfair because it's like how can somebody go through the challenges of not being able to see, and the reason being so that Glorify God can be God. glorified, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But then, when we further dissect that though, we can come to an understanding that whatever weakness we have draws us closer to God. And we'll see later on in the story how this did that for this man here. Whenever God gives us a weakness, whether it is something, and, you know, I, I like that he was born with it because there's certain things in us that we can trace back to. We don't even remember. We just know we've been this way all mm-hmm. as far back as we know. And those are things that the Lord wants to use to glorify him. The infirmities, the weaknesses, those Mm -hmm. are the very things. Yes. So so what that does is it makes us re-look at what we call issues or problems
0: Or or our own
1: failures. Yes, it makes us rethink those things. There is a certain amount of grace that God extends to, P- to us, in all of our, you know, whatever it is that we're dealing with, it may not be a handicap, but He extends a level of grace so that we can carry those burdens that we carry. Our weaknesses, we're able to manage them.
0: Yeah, when when you say that, um, it immediately takes me to that man. You know, the one who had no arms and no legs and he's a motivational speaker.
1: Um, Yes. Oh, I'm forgetting
0: his name now. Yeah. Uh. And um, he, how he has overcome so many things and his life is functional. He's got a wife, an able-bodied wife and he's got, is it four kids?
1: Oh, wow. Okay
0: and his life Amazing. is completely functional uh, his, mm-hmm. name, his name is nick uh Vujić, yes something like that and um he is the perfect example of god's glory
1: uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. definitely and you know what? And part of it, too, is his mindset, because if you were to tell himself, oh, I'm not deserving of it, who would want to be with me um, and limit his the possibilities for him? Mm-hmm. Because he, many times what draws people to us, you know, often has very little to do with uh, what we think, <laughs> what the world tells us it should like, you know, people often say, oh, your appearance and all this stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's part of it. But oftentimes people are drawn to our personalities. They're drawn to the energy that we that we um, release into this world. They're drawn to all kinds of things. And yeah, it's amazing. And that's why, you know, I said, you know, that verse that I read in the beginning about God um, wanting to give us immeasurably more than what we could ask for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And we have to take the limitations off of our mind because God is ready and wanting to give us those things. But oftentimes because of our, our closed-mindedness, we don't think we deserve those things. And so we end up limiting God.
0: Exactly. That, that, is, that is so profoundly true. And I'm really feeling your, your flow right now, like on higher levels.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen, girl.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. All right. So going on to, um, to verse six, it says, after saying this, let's talk about Jesus. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing So, okay. I cringe a little bit (laughs) when it talks about, you know, Jesus spat on the ground and made mud with his saliva and put it on the man's eyes. And the, the reality of it is there's a certain amount of humility that we need to have in order for God to perform miracles for us and change our lives.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. for Jesus to use his saliva, he didn't have to do that. He could have <laughs> healed him in, a, in a, a different way. But just the idea, and you picture him, you know, spitting into the ground, that probably took a considerable amount of saliva. Oh, yeah. To, to create muds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he must have really been... You know, drawing all of the saliva, he, you know, he could and just getting a good amount and then spitting it onto the ground. And then, Probably. <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and then mixing it up and then putting on the ice. Now, if this man had said, Oh, no, 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 we're not getting down and dirty like this, like, I'm just not, that's that's beneath me. I'm not, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I, and, at this point, it doesn't say anywhere in the in the Bible that Jesus had, had a dialogue with this blind man. No. So he could not have, he may not have even known what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. You just see this, you just hear this man spitting into the ground. And, Several times. Yes. And now the mud, he's putting the mud on your eyes. hmm if he had pushed Jesus away at that point due to his pride, he would have missed out on his miracle that is so true
0: can I can, yeah. I, can I give a perspective-hmm uh-huh. so you know how God created Adam from the dust of the earth Yes and um essentially we are dust, we are dirt right mm-hmm uh-huh. Could this be viewed as a repair process? You mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Go back to the dust. That you had to, he had to use the original matter to restore, wow. to restore this blind mind, man, right? And it tells us that sometimes we need to go back to what we are made of you know we need to go back to the original yes in order to be reset so we can yes become better versions of ourselves you know so Mm -hmm. if it's a mindset you need to go back to what you know if it's anything and 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 because it was Jesus who did that the original also tells us that it is in Christ you know he's Mm -hmm. the one who created so we need to go back to that If this man had not been in the presence of Christ, he would not have gotten his sight. So he needed the founder of all things, the originator of all things, to use the same material he used in the beginning in order to restore him to what he needed to be. Amen. That's a great
1: point. Because absolutely, God is going back to the beginning, how it all began. Mm. And bringing restoration. That's excellence. Wow. How many mm. of us are willing to go back
0: though? Mm. It's a hard process. Even to think about yeah. it. You know, it probably doesn't even come to mind. Mm-hmm. And many
1: times God tells us to go back. He told Moses. Moses had run away from his his crime. Mm. And God told him, go back to Egypt. I'm sending you to go into to to um set these are like three go back to where you're running away from yeah and yet when we go back that's where the blessings are that's where the restoration is and it's not easy like you said it's not easy to go back
0: yeah yes girl yes um and it's so and it's not clean hey it's not a clean process like you were saying moses had to go back and that he needed to face certain things it was not a clean process in the same way this guy needed mud on his face which was what god Mm -hmm. did in the beginning and it's not a clean process so going back is not a clean process but it's messy mm -hmm, it brings the restoration it brings the cleansing for some reason
1: And can you imagine what that must have felt like to be walking around with mud on your eyes? Because now he was sent because he was told, oh, go wash off, wash off your eyes in the pool of Siloam. So you're sent to go and you're walking around and people with all this mud on your your eyes and you really have to cast um, aside your pride and be willing to look like a fool. The shame of it all, yeah. Mhm. Because people can see you, you cannot see them, but they can see you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And Jesus just says, you know, this man is blind, right? And you tell him, okay, you know, you go, go and go, go wash your face off. We don't know whether this man was familiar with the place where he was sent to. It mm-hmm. could be he was. Maybe he wasn't. We don't know. But the fact that God, that Jesus says. I'm going to do my part here. I'm putting mud. It seems a strange thing to do. But now you walk and you need to have the faith to believe that your eyes will be restored. And and it's, it's it's a really big deal for you to expect, for the blind man to expect his eyesight to be restored when he never had it to begin with. So it's like, Believe in God for something that you have never seen. You have no reference point. You have never experienced it. It's one thing to say, Lord, please give me back something I once had. But if you've never had it, it requires an enormous amount of faith to believe that you can you can actually attain and have that thing. That's so true. That's
0: so true. Hmm. <sighs> I, I really wonder what was going through this man's mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it says, so he went and he washed, and then he went home seeing. And this is where I wish we had a little more detail. Like I would have loved to, to see that moment mm-hmm. when he started to see and to try to figure out um, this is this is. This is my new reality. And then his way back home, now was he going back? He obviously didn't recognize any Anything. of the landmarks. So he was going back based on what he, he had learned, he, yeah, while he was blind. What an experience that must might must have been like to now be able to see all of the things that you imagined yeah but this is what god wants this is what god wants to do for us he wants to give us the things that we imagined
0: yeah and more so this man much more this man probably couldn't have imagined what things looked like remember the verse says abundantly more than you could ask for or imagine Mm -hmm. so he Mm -hmm. probably had no clue what the world was like Seen from yeah. your eyes and um he was now in this position where god has opened up his eyes and he's like wow I wow never thought you know yeah this way
1: yeah absolutely because how do you describe the sky to somebody who's never seen it you can't how do you describe a tree how do you describe
0: colors you you really you can't it's impossible it's impossible no you can't you can't even you can't even talk about shapes well shapes Uh-oh. they can they can feel yes but you know you can't be descriptive like fluffy what's fluffy how does what fluffy does that mean look? yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying the colors and everything goodness yeah. This was like a whole <laughs> new world. It
1: was like a whole new world. It's like being born again, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because now you you have a whole new experience and you're learning things just like a baby would learn things. Oh, this is what my mother's Facebook is like. Yeah. Oh, this is what, you know, just exploring the world. Maybe. So we go along, we go along in the story and um, it says here in verse 8, his neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said no. He only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. Mm-hmm. So we learned a little bit more about him because he was a beggar, or, you know, because he he had no way of, of uh, making of earning a living. So he he was a, a beggar. And the fact that his neighbors are like, oh, no, that there's no way that could be him. Mm-hmm. It's just someone who looks like him. What is it? You know, we think about what God can do. I mean, it, 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 it's, there. there's nothing that he cannot do.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: fact that there's something that he's going to do for us that other people are going to marvel at and say that can't be even by that can't be janet Mm -hmm. there's no way there's no way because we know we know her from way way back when when she was completely different look at her now we don't even believe it and so god is wanting to do those things for us that will leave make people speechless Mm -hmm.
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm that is so true. Like people, people look at your circumstances and they judge, they judge and they they, they give you a sentence immediately. This is your destiny, you know, mm-hmm. but that is not how God operates. Even though life can take us down a certain path, when God has plans for you, he will never, never leave you in that place and all you have to be and willing yeah. to be to get that kind of upgrade from God. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And indeed, Absolutely. I feel like all the things that that verse Ephesians um, is talking about things that you could never ask for or imagine, right? Um, And it also goes to those who will perceive you. They will never be able to imagine that you could be in the space or place that you are
1: after God yeah. worked with you. Mhm. Absolutely. And I love the fact that God and you said um God works with you. Absolutely because there's a part that we play as well. Just like mm-hmm. the blind man had to go and mm-hmm. wash his face. He had to participate in his own uh, healing. healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm we are also called to participate in our own healing and i think many times we don't experience the immeasurably more because we don't do our part yes because true. our part is going to make us look crazy mm-hmm. that part our part is going to you know we ha- it's, it's it's humbling you oh, know yes. our part is just not embarrassing we don't like exactly we have to swallow
0: our pride Yes, and we don't want to do that. No. Do you know who I am? Do you know mm-hmm. where I've been? And you're telling mm-hmm. me to do that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the fact that this the blind man. He didn't ask for for healing. Now he was mm-hmm. going about his day. He was probably begging and just hoping for some extra change that day so he could get a meal or get whatever his immediate needs were taken care of Mm -hmm. and yet god had so much more more than he could have even imagined god had for him Mm -hmm. and so god is in the ordinary whenever we're going about our our ordinary activities he often meets us in those uh, places Mm And if we can, if we just sometimes, um, I know for myself, there are times when I would say, Lord, I need to, I want a word from you today. And there are times when I would feel like, oh, I need to, how I need to position myself and, and I, you know, to get a word. And yet God often speaks to me just in the ordinary things that I'm doing. And I, I think that I often would get caught up in this whole idea of, oh, there's going to be this moment, the skies are going to open and I'm just going to sense God descending and uh drawing close to me and then I'll feel his presence. And yet,
0: you want to give a, a yeah. merry moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. But God often interrupts us doing the ordinary things. And so that's reassurance that, listen, we don't have to... um jump over hoops um, and and try to do these extraordinary things uh, for, for us to experience God when mm-hmm. we're doing the things that God has already called us to do going about our responsibilities he will he will come and visit us as we do things.
0: Yeah that's true. That is so true. I had like a God experience this week and it was so profound you know. I've been trying to get my nephew's passport for the longest time from the passport office. So because of COVID, they had closed down at some point. And then I wasn't sure if they had opened up again and if they were serving people. So I just went there and as I I parked my car, I just prayed, Lord, I don't want to come back here ever again with this same issue, you know? And I got out of the car and I was like, just, showing my receipt as I went through the different checkpoints and then I got there and I was like, Lord, please let this be the end. And sure enough, they took my receipt and then there was some, some questions that they were asking about the other receipt and I was like, no, look, I don't have it, it's in my phone. And they're like, I don't care about your phone. I'm like, okay, cool. Then um, next thing, my name was called out. Then they, because it's, it's not in my name, and it's not my child they were asking some questions as to whether I should be the one to collect it. I had a letter and then the, they were like, Oh no, this letter is all encompassing. I was like, thank you, Jesus. And then the next thing mm. I was handed the passport. I was like, thank you, Lord. And that was a prayer answered immediately. Amen. And it was yeah. in the ordinary.
1: Yes. Listen, that is a huge, that, that is a huge deal mm. because yeah for first people who live in other places where some of these processes are straightforward you know and you get things done quickly (laughs) we have a different
0: experience
1: (laughs) with our beautiful country of zimbabwe
0: and you know that this passport has been a nightmare for me
1: oh well that whole prop the process it's it's something else it's something else
0: definitely wow
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think sometimes those little things are things, not that it's a little thing, but sometimes it's, we forget to ask God for some of, just, I just want an easy day, Lord. I just want an easy, I just want a smooth process. Sometimes you feel like we have to ask God for these, you know, we can only approach him when we're, it's it's somebody's in the hospital and they're sick, they're on their deathbed, or something Mm. huge or, or, or major, so to speak. But sometimes it's just like, Lord, I just want to be able to see this to the end today so I don't have to come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: so true. Mm. Yeah. So we find out later in the story, we're not going to read um, all of the verses, but we do find later on in the story, people are, first the neighbors question him, say, this is the man. He said, no, no, it's me. It's me. There's a man came, his name is Jesus, and he told me to, he put mud on my face, and he told me to go wash my eyes. And I did that. And when I did it, I could see. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, where is he? Where is this man? And oh, he said, I don't know. And then the Pharisees got a hold of the story. And then that's where it blew up. Because they began to investigate and interrogate this man. Of who is this man? Um, he must be a sinner because he healed you on the Sabbath. Um, and this man said, I don't know about all those things you're saying. What I do know is that... I was blind mm-hmm. and he. this is what he did and now I can see Exactly. and they made a big deal about it trying to figure out, ask questions they brought in his parents to say is this your son? How come he can now see? He's claiming he was healed. What do you have to say? And they said listen, he's of age let him say what he has to say and the Pharisees called the man back tell us some more and he said I've already told you what happened Mm -hmm. so we find that oftentimes it's just that the human nature at times will not accept things for being as it is you may get a job (laughs) that you are underqualified for Mm -hmm. right and you you apply you know that you're underqualified you just say I'm just gonna shoot my shot and just see what happens you get the job and all of a sudden you're on the job and people wonder how did you get that job Did did you you must you must know somebody you must this and that you must have done something unethical to get this job so they're coming up with all of these conclusions and yet the answer is i don't know how i got this job listen i applied like everybody else and here i am and god opened up the door exactly but because the human mind often wants an explanation that makes sense,
0: they want to dismiss
1: the fact that you know that, that God opened that door for you.
0: Exactly, and I think the reason behind that is that we are used to such, such corrupt ways of getting things done, such unorthodox ways of getting things done, so much that when a simple blessing happens to somebody else, you're like, no, it can't be, because you know what you did. In order to mm-hmm. get to where you are, or you know who you are, you know, or what it is that you do. And then you're like, no, it can only happen to this kind of person, you know? And so you can't see the world from the eyes of a believer. Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And yet, when we have God on our side, that's what favor looks like.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And so, what I would like to challenge us this week. And, and our listeners is to trust God for immeasurably more. We like to play, I'll speak for myself in the kiddie pool and play where it's safe. you know there's some um, this is within my, my 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 comfort zone. Let me hang around here and we don't reach for the things that will make us stretch.
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: grow and sometimes we miss out opportunities and blessings because we have not trusted God to do Mm -hmm. immeasurably more than what we're asking for so that's my challenge for this week whatever it is that we're hoping for ourselves to accomplish Mm -hmm. and our goals for the future let's go wild let's get crazy with it Mm -hmm. and ask God for things that are beyond our imagination and see what he does
0: that is so true that is so true and so profound we need we need to ask for more yeah and it's this this reminds me of the verse in John 14 um I think it's from verse 21 says the person who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. I will make myself real to him. And that's just it. You see, there's something about having a relationship with God that makes that personifies him. Himself, mm-hmm. like in, in your life you know like he he literally becomes a real touchable tangible figure in your life so much that other people can't see him but you can yeah. See yeah
1: yeah you can see him you can feel him and um you talk to him like a friend
0: exactly verse 19 even goes on and says after a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live in you, and you will live also. So that's just it, right there. The world can't understand things they don't see, and the seeing that we're talking about is not seeing with the human eyes. It's seeing with your spiritual eyes, for the things that are that are unseen are eternal, and the things that can be seen are temporal. Amen. I'm blessed. Thank you. Bye
1: Oh, it was my pleasure. I will go ahead and close us out with a prayer. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. We are grateful for this time that we've been able to, to share your word, to dive into one of the stories in the Bible, where you healed the blind man who was born without his sight. Lord, there are many of us walking around unable to see your goodness and Your glory, Lord. Please open up our eyes. Help us, Lord, to believe that You want so much more for us than what we're asking. Lord, help us to be to be bolder in our requests. Help her, help us to believe that there's nothing more that You want for us than for us to live an abundant life. Mm-hmm. Lord, we pray. We pray that we begin to see things in a different light and that our faith increases, Lord, so we can grab a hold of many of the blessings that have been out of our reach because we either didn't have enough faith to believe, or we didn't do our part in order to access those blessings you have in store for us. Lord, I want to pause at this moment and pray a special prayer for Martha and her family Lord, you know what they're going through, but we also know, Lord, that you are the great comforter and that even though we as humans may struggle to make sense of the things that happen in our lives, Lord, we, we know that you are able to give us the, the grace and the comfort that we need to bear our burdens. Lord, may we never feel burdened by your blessings Lord and help us to have the desire to continue to draw closer and closer to you. Lord we ask that you forgive us for times when we have fallen short, when we have known better but have chosen not to do better. We're thankful Lord because you're, you forgive us and your grace covers a multitude of sins but Lord help us to grow, help us to continue to try and strive to be better than we were yesterday lord i pray that you help us to continue this ministry that we've begun lord as various plans uh, come together lord we pray for your leading we pray for your guidance in all these things lord i thank you lord because not only are you our father but you are our friend thank you for loving us in Jesus' name, I
0: pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thank you for such an amazing sharing. For preparing something beautiful for us. Thank you for stimulating our minds. And to our listeners, thank you for staying tuned. So until next time, when sisters, for when sisters share, come at you with another piece of something. Bye for now. Yeah. Bye bye.